Hello everyone and you're very welcome to this, the first edition of Hurling for the Rossies in 20, of 2021. And uh, today we're myself and Roscommon Hurler Pat Nolan are going to discuss the National Hurling League fixtures for Division 2B. But uh, I suppose to kick off, Pat, um, I suppose the preparations have been different to you than usual and I suppose maybe slightly different to last year, even though we were in the same circumstances last year but what are your thoughts on preparations ahead of the National League how, how have they went Hi Aidan um, yeah completely different this year really because I mean say this time last year even though we were coming to the start of the, the coronavirus kind of lockdowns and things like that the restrictions we would have had four months training under our belt uh, this year it's kind of the opposite in that the restrictions are allowing us back uh, and we had been off for a long time so as you know, we only got back last Monday night, so as it stands, we only actually have three sessions under our belt, not even three months. So, and our first match then is just ten days away against Donegal. Um, yeah, it's it's very different. It's I suppose we, I know you, you always have a lot of work to cram into a, a short period of time, but that's over three months. But you can imagine the pressure now to get the work done in three weeks, and you know, get game plans and see which players are performing well and who came back fit and who's carrying injuries and. And everything, so it's completely different. But I tell you that, I mean, I'm not giving out because we're just lucky to be back, and everyone is so glad to be back playing. Um, so looking forward to the league, really. That's it, and I suppose fitness-wise, do you do you feel that you are where you need to be fitness-wise ahead of the national league? Um, I know you have another, as uh, as I say, another week or two to left, and uh, I suppose there's a lot to be crammed into that week or two, but um. I suppose that your your first game is against Donegal, and that's that's away. So, um, but do you, do you think that within the next week that you'll you'll be up to the sufficiently up to the sufficient uh, level of fitness for that game? Yeah, look, it's. I mean, everybody, you're not going to get fit in three weeks. Like nobody's going to get fit in three weeks. It doesn't matter who you have training. So the responsibility has been on players to do their own bit. Now, you can do as many five k's as you want on the road. It doesn't replicate a match situation and the only way to get fit for that is to play games and I suppose a lot of our drills and and, and focus and training is kind of getting used to the, the match day scenario you know you're your tackling and you're breaking tackles and off the shoulder running and twisting and turning and things like that so I mean nothing replicates like that that except playing so we'll have three weeks of that uh, before the Donegal game the, the, the conversation is Donegal will only have three weeks of that as well um, yeah. I think everybody's going to be rusty whether you're look, whether you're talking about Kilkenny or you're talking about Roscommon I don't think anybody will have the the match fitness that they'd want they might have the physical fitness but as I said you know match fitness is different it's, it's completely different um, I doubt anyone will have the match fitness that they'd like to have but we're just going to have to soldier on and go with it and, and we'll improve as the year goes on probably give it six weeks of training and, and going through the drills and things like that and people will, will be after finding their feet again. It just takes time um, and three weeks is probably not, not enough time. Now, are we physically fit? Yeah, lads came back in great condition. They've done all the run and all the gym work, everything's been after them. So there's not an issue with, with actual fitness. It's just that the game day scenarios, the match scenarios, the the, the 60, 70, 80 metre sprint to get a ball and then turn and it's coming straight back at you again. Things like that. You can't replicate that at home on your own on the pitch or on a road or wherever people are doing it. So that's just going to come with a bit of time. But literally every team in the country is going to be like that. 
And I suppose uh, when you went back to training last week, as, as in group training, which is different to the programs that you would have been given by your strength and conditioning coach and things like that, I suppose it, it was, you must have found it strange being back in, in group training again, even though you knew each other and all that. Like, I mean, for, your, for the likes of yourself, your last game, more or less, would have been last would have been last September, October against Harry uh, Pierce's in the county final, and maybe one or two county games or whatever. But um, you know, to to go back to get back into group training again, I suppose it took a train one or two training sessions to get used to it again. Or how did you find that? Ah, uh, look, that's that's just <laughs> I don't know. It's what, it's what everybody wants. Like, no, I didn't like running on my own. Nobody likes running on their own. Like, I mean, I play sports. For the hurling, like I, I don't play because I enjoy running or anything like that. It's certainly to play hurling is what I play for, and, and a lot of lads are the same. So even if you're only in twos, hitting the ball to each other or in your pods of six or whatever we were doing, like everybody was. Geez, I, I never saw a lad smiling, getting the the arse on off them, running up and down the field before. Like no matter how much, no matter how much was asked of us, and no matter how many lads were going through the pain barrier, there was still a smile on their face there last Monday night. Like, and we were pushed hard, you know. That the trainers pushed us hard. They had to because. They have no time to ease back into it, but like everybody kind of embraced the pain and just got on with it. I mean, you're you're waiting six, seven months to get back out on the field. You're not going to you're not going to pull up just because you're feeling a little bit tired, like you know. That's it, and of course, I suppose really, it's uh, you, you, everyone has to do the same training because if they want to get into that starting fifteen for the game against Donegal, it's it, it's very competitive, like it was. We were discussing last season in the in the last. Uh, in the last hurling for the Rossies, um, you know, it, 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 there was fierce competition for places on the starting 15. I remember we were saying that. But, um, yeah, I suppose it, it's um, it's great to be back and things like that. But I suppose, uh, what's the what's the situation from a, ma- a management point of view? Everyone obviously is, uh, you know, a full, a full squad to pick from. And what's the situation among the lads and with the management? Um, um, what what's the story with management and uh, is he happy with are the is the management happy with the way things training is going I suppose when you when you consider the amount of time you have but I suppose from a team selection point of view are there any there's there's can't be much many injuries ahead of the Donegal match and uh, I suppose morale must be high now because as you you just said there you know everyone is just delighted to be back doing collective training which is what it's all about and getting the spirits up ahead of the game. Yeah, it's, they have a tough job, really, because, I mean, there's 34 lads in there at the moment. Um, I, I, as per government guidelines at the moment, I think only 26 lads are allowed to travel, so there's eight lads going to be sitting at home on day one anyway, not even able to see the game. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a really difficult decision for management to make based off three weeks' training. Um, and unfortunately, whoever picks up a niggle will probably be ruled out automatically. You know, they won't be given a chance to get ready for Donegal, literally, because there's not time to have someone recover and get back in. Um, just great bite in training, like you know, we were able to have our our, our practice game ourselves, and everybody's given one hundred and ten percent. And I suppose it's a it's a situation not many Roscommon managers have been in before, with, with with so many players available and and champing at the bit to get onto the field. Like uh, I know from my own experience, I mean, going back a few years ago, if you got twenty two, twenty three a train, you'd be delighted. And now, if we get any less than thirty, we're disappointed. You know, so it's it's a fantastic. Uh, it's an improvement in the system and, and the, the overall setup um, has come on leaps and bounds and the, the interest in being involved in the panel and not just for being there, but the interest to be involved and to progress the panel, to improve the panel and to improve personally. 
um, that's that's really the, the the spirit amongst that team and that group at the moment. And I suppose really, essentially, more so than in previous years, uh, more so this year than previous years, I should say, um, the league is absolutely essential given the the lack of yeah you hadn't enough time to kind of get in the training that you, you need that that's what makes the league more important when you consider that they you, you wouldn't find the championship coming up like there's a, it's only a couple of months away as well um you know that's where this league is essential because it it, it gives the players a chance throughout the league between training and matches the chance to get up to that level of fitness required come championship yeah look uh, it's kind of the same as before we would have had five, six, maybe eight challenge matches played by now before the first round of the league. Um, so management have an idea who's going well and who's not. Uh, now it's kind of a, a who looks good in training is going to get the nod on, on the first day in the, in the league. And for the players involved in that, I mean, if you get on a roll of form, if you go out and hurl well against Donegal, you'll more than likely start the next day because there's not time for you, you know, to, to turn up and have a couple of bad training sessions. And you could get on a roll and, I mean, the, it, it, it's an opportunity for people who mightn't necessarily be been a fancy to start on the first 15 if they just get on a roll between now and the Donegal game, get their place, and then it's it's there for the season, really, because it's such a short window. It's going to be hard to... It's going to be hard for anybody to, to you know, to come up behind them and, and dislodge them on the team as long as they can keep their form going. So, it's... Yeah, the league is important. I mean, there's not going to be time for challenge matches before championships, so... Everything is going to be 100% into the league. You're going to have to, I suppose, for management, they're going to have to mix trying out players with winning matches. And for players, they're going to have to just be fully focused and every game is going to be 100%. That's it. And I mean, there is also the, the thing, even though, like, I suppose it's using the league as essentially as a series of challenge matches. And what in with that is, like, teams can get relegated or promoted. So, even even though it's just giving lads a chance, it's still you know the pressure is on both players and management to 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 hit that happy medium because you don't want to get relegated. You know if, if you are if to, I'm not just saying Roscommon, but I mean all the teams in the division to stay in the division. Like I mean, there's pressure on both the players and the management. But uh, I suppose going on to uh, the fixtures now, we'll go into them you know throughout in more depth each week. But uh, I suppose the uh, it's an interesting league for you as well. I suppose the the key game there, well, they're they're all important, but the uh, the one that you'd have a point that you you feel you want to get right would be more so the um the Kildare game after the the after the uh, championship last year. But uh, I suppose you know Donegal is away now. Away games can be kind of tough, and especially going to Donegal, and then you have Mayo, which are another good side. And uh, I suppose the best team, I suppose one of the best teams in the division will be Kildare. We all know their their achievements in the ch- how well they did last year, and then finally, um, a game against Derry. So it's by no means um an easy league, and well, there's no, there's never an e- an easy league campaign. But just overall, what are your um your thoughts on on those fixtures that that you have ahead of you over the next month or so? Yeah, look, we've developed a bit of a rivalry, obviously, with, with Kildare over the last few years. I remember three or four years ago, they beat us in, in Newbridge. And the following year, we brought them to that league. And they'd actually been in the final of the Christie Ring. And we, we came to that league and we beat them in the first round. And then, of course, we, we managed to avoid them up until last year. And they got they, they definitely got their revenge last year. So, yeah. definitely, like, I mean, that's to be a, a bit of a, a contest where we'll have a point to prove. 
we let ourselves down in the second half last last year in the in the championship. So I don't think the scoreboard was a fair reflection on the effort that went into the game from that group of players. Um, but starting off first, Donegal away, it's probably unknown. Like we haven't played Donegal in a few years, but I mean, the, they went and won the the Joe or the the Nicky Rackard last year, beating Mayo in the final. Like and. I mean, we've we've always always played Mayo over the years in challenge matches every season, and we've always struggled to beat them. It's tit for tat. So look, just judging basically off that form, Donegal are going to be up there with Mayo, which means they're going to be up there with us. Like so, there's nothing easy, and then especially you're travelling away. It's a long drive to Letterkenny. I mean, players have to travel on their own this year again with coronavirus restrictions and things like that. So you know, probably have to arrive a little bit earlier. Uh, to see can we get the, the team focused normally where you might get that started on the bus on the you know the last 20 minutes to the ground you'd tell lads right guys it's time to tune in here now um, so that's going to be kind of a, a journey into the unknown for us second game is the, the local derby against Mayo that, look it's in the hide so we're not going to want them to come over to, to Roscommon and, and beat us on our own soil definitely like it's just a local derby there so it'll be tit for tat away to Kildare as I said is going to be a real kind of a derby feel to it as well just the uh, the, the, the way we've built up a knowledge of each other over the couple of years we seem to draw each other and everything really and then the last game is kind of it's Derry and it'll be I mean that game that's going to be a couple of weeks before the first round of the championship and of course we drew them in the championship so you could be looking at back-to-back fixtures against Derry the league in your first round of the championship so um, that'll be a tricky one to, to get through as well especially scenes we're away from home but who's to say we're not going to be away from home in the championship as well could be a dry run for us to, to visit Celtic Park up there uh, could be exactly what's waiting for us to come July you know so it's it's a tough league it's, it really is tough nobody wants to get relegated as you said I mean we fought for years to get back up to that level even though we were hurling Christy Ring we were playing teams in the in Division 3 that were below the Christy Ring and we couldn't get through them like you know it's it's hard and to progress your hurling you need to be playing at a higher level. like So ideally, we're looking for promotion this year to go to another level where we'll be playing the, the Joe McDonough teams in the in the National Hurling League next year. Uh, that's the goal. That that's, that's the intention we're setting out with to get promoted in the league. But look, it's it's the intention every team has, I'm sure. And it's going to start for us away in Donegal next, next Sunday. That's it. And I suppose just to get your thoughts as well, um, as we know, the GA have done it in a not a two tier system but uh, you know the season is going to be yeah and I suppose just finally before we um, sign off I suppose uh, you're we're all aware that the J have split the season into two parts the uh, the, the club and county seasons which I suppose is you know it, it's kind of it's a blessing and a, and a curse in one way because I suppose if you're if you're an inter-county hurler you're playing hurling all year round. If you're a club player, you have to wait until the county season is over before before the club season starts. But uh, I suppose, what are your thoughts on the overall um, way, the overall way that the GA have done the, have organised the season? Look, I think they've done the best as they could under the circumstances this year. Anyway, yeah. um, I think people have to give them a free pass this year. There's no point in complaining one way or another because it's it's literally unprecedented, and I, it's hard for them to plan club fixtures when the government haven't allowed club players really the, the leeway to play games yet like so I mean what's the point in the GA planning a full round of championship or league for a club team for the 1st of June when the government might say that they're not allowed to play until the 1st of July like so it's very very hard for them to they nearly want to be fortune tellers like to, to try plan that ahead um, that far ahead but I mean going forward next year I think it's a really good model I think it works well I think it's important that club players are given the opportunity to play hurling in fine weather as well and not just 
you know, slapping around in September and October when the pitches are go- going back heavy. Um, and I think the model that they have now, like if, if I mean, if they drew back a couple of drew back a month, and let's say the All Ireland finals are in July, and then your club is starting in August, I mean, there, there has to be some consideration given to the fact that the amount of money is raised by the intercounty game that's funded back into clubs. Like um, maybe people are going to feel the pinch this year or next year when they're looking for funds for X, Y, and Z, and there's. There's no money there simply because there was no county games held in Crow Park last year with with seventy eighty thousand people left. Um, and there has to be a you know it's a fine line to to walk. I mean, there's ninety eight percent of the players in the in the country are club players. There's ninety two percent playing inter county, and I mean, you have to keep the majority happy. Uh, at the same time, the majority has to realise that. A lot, of, a lot of the funding that they're receiving for their clubs is coming from the inter county game, be it advertisement or, or crowds that travel and you know attendance fees things like that so this year I think yeah it's a free pass for the GA they did as well as the could next year I think they're on the right road I, I definitely think they're on the right road where the season is split um, but look uh, it's, a, it's a very I could go on for hours on that conversation there because I mean there's so much uh, there, there's so much involved in it like and I, I don't know like I mean do, do county managers expect too much of players sometimes and on the other hand, do, do club player club managers expect too much of of players at times as well? County players included. Like, uh, I mean, how many clubs are, are willing to play a, a match without a county player? And if, you know they don't want to do that, you know. And I suppose you can understand why they don't want to do it. But maybe if they want to get a fine, me- a happy medium, and me in the middle, they're going to have to prepare to sacrifice a little bit. Both sides are going to have to prepare to sacrifice a little bit. Um, maybe there's too many preseason competi- competitions for the GA that could be got rid of. And that that free up some space on the calendar. I mean, that's the sacrifice that intercounty games could 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 make. Like, do, do you know? But uh, look, it's that's. I'm not going to solve the argument here now. Anyway, I just think probably this year the best as it could, considering the the scenario that we're in. And next year, moving forward, I think they're on the right road. Is my overall opinion on it? I think they're on the right road. Is it perfect? No. Can they perfect it? I hope so. That's it. Because I suppose really, if if you think about it, you know, in the GA, I suppose their hands were tied. To a certain extent, due to uh, COVID restrictions, but uh, you know, and no matter what they came up with, you won't please all of the people all of the time. You know, there's always going to be people that won't be happy. And uh, I suppose you know, I suppose the only other way for club players to kind of keep them taking over would be during the county season. You know, if they have little kind of you know friendlies or tournaments. You know, if they if they at club level uh, to warm the the teams up, the club players up for the um you know, between before the championship would be maybe to have like little tournament, you know, tournaments during in conjunction while while the um, county championship while the county games are going on, and then that way they be ticked they be taken over, and uh, I suppose it it um it will cancel out the boredom that they'll 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 feel that they're actually playing games besides just training for three just doing solid training for three months you know yeah yeah and, uh, there'll be a, a tournament there'll be a, a bit of a competitive edge to it and there'll be training as well so maybe that might be one way about it but it's it's like you said Pat you know in fairness to the GA with um, they did well with the time that they had didn't they yeah, that's it. Uh, like, look, I mean, let's be 100% honest about it. If something happens in the next 10 days that numbers go up, there's no fear that I'll be travelling to Donegal on the 9th of May. They're just going to call it off. Do you know, and that's that's the situation that we're in. We're living 
I suppose I won't say day to day because I suppose the numbers would have to be consistently gone up for a week before they might do anything. But we're living, we suppose we are living week to week, and whatever restrictions are in place today, they could be doubled next week or have next week. I don't know, and you don't know, and maybe the people that do know are not telling us enough. Like did you know? So under the circumstances, I think look, we'll we'll hope for in Donegal on the ninth of May, and we're hoping to win as well. That's it, and of course, I suppose that the difference between this time, this time, this year, and last year is the fact that there's actually the the vaccines going on now as well, which would give people extra confidence and players extra confidence. And I suppose from that point of view, I suppose that players are being tested as well um, between game between the games. They'll be tested or whatever to make sure everyone everyone is in good form and they don't ha- have COVID. But I suppose the, um, the vaccinations will, uh, will, will kind of eliminate most of that. Yeah, look, you'd like to think so. I mean, if this vaccine is, is as effective as, as we're being told by, by government officials and by, by NFIT and these people, then, I mean, when the majority of people are vaccinated, there's no reason why life can't go back to as normal as it, it's going to get, you know, uh, be that for players and fans and just for people that want to go to mass on its under, like everything needs to go back to normal as soon as possible. And apparently we're, we're told vaccines are the way forward. So, so be it. Like, let's, Let's get it done and let's get everybody doing what they love to do and kind of with the freedom to do it that, they, that they're entitled to have, you know. That's it. Well, listen, thanks very much for uh, for doing uh, Hurling for the Rossies with us this week. And we might look into in more depth at the uh, the Donegal game next week. Yeah, no problem, Aidan. Thank you. No problem. Thanks very much. And that was Pat Nolan, Roscommon Hurler.